In a world full of podcasts, your hosts, Chris and Jordan, are on the search for a truly original podcast idea. A quest to find an auditory experience that will amaze your ears and your minds. A journey to go through every single ridiculous podcast idea we have to find the one that truly stands above them all. The one that can become its own show and eventually replace this stupid one. Thank you, audience, for joining us on Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. And I'm Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, hello, you birds of paradise. Even though birds of paradise is a flower and not really a bird. Welcome back to our show. Chris and Jordan Need a Podcast. That's the show, and we're looking for a podcast. I'm Jordan. I'm Chris. As we um, sort of mentioned in the intro... You're really, you're really keen to repeat this. Even well, though, I'm a, not keen to repeat it. It just, they I, know. it just comes up, you know. I, Jordan, I don't think we need to stoop so low. I think it's we should respect the audience's intelligence. Speaking of respecting intelligence, we have some things to talk about before we yeah, get to our pitches. And this is definitely a respect thing. Out of respect <laughs> to our audience that we've lied to week after week. Okay, yeah, I respected the audience. Uh, you respected I did, yes. Because not only do I not regurgitate information, but I lived up to a promise. I kind of watched The Masked Singer. <laughs> Barely. A little bit. But you didn't even do it in time. I watched it in real time. I watched the finale when it aired on TV. I was ready to talk about it, and you weren't. You got to see it all play out. We did. Which, you know. I mean, I guess, you know what? When we, when we, I'm gonna guess there's gonna be another season of this. I'd have to believe so. I mean, have you seen how stacked that lot, that uh, <laughs> cast is? I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but wow, what a lineup! <laughs> <laughs> we can spoil the uh, guest panel of Robin Thicke, oh, Jenny McCarthy, Wahlberg, oh, uh, Ken Jong, Ken Jong, and. Uh, What's her Nicole Scherz- yeah. uh, Scherzinger from the Pussycat Dolls? Keenan Thompson was a guest. He was a guest host, or not guest host. He was a guest judge. Other guest judges that you didn't see: uh, Joel McHale, okay, and JB Smoove. <laughs> you mentioned Joel McHale. I didn't know about JB Smoove. JB Smoove was a unique episode. Um, what did you think of it? I, I mentioned my thoughts when we discussed it a um, few episodes ago. I know you're a big fan. I feel, I feel like I've got to see more to really determine my opinion. I, I just watching it, I was more confused like so okay the person who won i don't mean to show off or anything but i i almost immediately predicted who it was was, look i mean everybody eventually predicted it before it happened but it was i was impressed by how quickly you got it yeah i i will i will say um that beyond kind of the mystery not really some were more mysterious than others uh, but the singing was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I will say that. They they did good renditions of no, the songs. Now, what you didn't see is there were a few uh, a few singers that were not very good. Ah. So they, they weren't only singers. Like, they would also bring in athletes and movies people and other stuff. Yeah, well, the people I, would, I, I hesitate to say star. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, some of them are not stars. I, look, I feel like I need to see more. It was kind of surreal. Yeah, a little, little weird. It is by weird. a little weird. I mean, very weird. But it, I can't deny that there's something about it. I agree. That makes me want to come back. Yeah. So maybe we'll you'll watch more, and at a later date we could really discuss it. Maybe do an actual episode of Unmask the Singer. <laughs> we could. Doubt that'll ever happen. Yes, but speaking of doubting, I I doubt we're gonna move on from this topic if we don't. St- 
stop talking about the mass singer right now so i <laughs> tried a, so hard on that transition that's an astute observation we have a news story we need we to do discuss. have some news and by now by the time you hear it uh it'll it be will not news. be new no it'll be old um but we're gonna cover it anyway in case you didn't hear uh so if you haven't seen this news uh vanessa hudgens is executive producing and I believe starring in a movie or series. I believe it's a movie. It's a romance. I think it's a movie. Um, where she's going to play a science teacher. Uh, that's about as much as I know about it. I only read the tweet, so I didn't read the actual story. Now, this is relevant because you, you adamantly supported this idea that um, Breaking Bad and High School Musical existed in the same universe yes and i think that this not only also probably exists in the same universe but i actually believe further proves the uh the connection would you like me to elaborate i take your silence I, as a I, request I, I, no, for you know what? no no i i think i get it she's gonna she's a science teacher walter white was a chemistry teacher that's They're true gonna work but, together but there's a second part to this what is the second part did you have, I know you haven't seen High School Musical in a long time. I have not. But you know, Vanessa Hudgens' character, Gabriella, is Duh. very good at science. That, in was, fact, that was her thing? she's the star of the decathlon, the uh, the team, the smart people team. I kind of remember this. Yeah, if you don't remember, at the end of High School Musical, <laughs> the uh, all the conflict is they're finally going to do it, but she has her decathlon and he has basketball. his basketball game at the same time uh, as the callback audition. That's And that's very... Yes. So she's a gifted uh, academic. Yes. Especially in the sciences. Okay, all right. So the fact that she would go on to be a science teacher post-Troy breakup is very plausible. Mm. And, obviously, you know, as you said, Walter White's a science it's teacher. Gotta be, it's got to be weird, though, working at the high school you went to. I'm sure that's happened before, but... Look, if you're listening and you're a teacher and you have taught at the high school you studied at, please call in to let us know about your experience, because that just sounds a little bit... It just sounds a little like it'd be an odd experience to me. Uh, I disagree with that. Uh, I've had teachers that taught in the same school that they went to, which was our school. Mm. I my sister is an elementary teacher in the school district she grew up in. That is, that is true. That is true. Look, all oh we did God. just now was prove not only that the plot of uh, this new Vanessa Hudgens movie is plausible, but that it's plausible that it would exist in the high school musical breaking bad cinematic universe yes so everybody uh keep your uh eyes open for that eyes peeled yes and one, one last piece of news uh chris and jordan need a podcast news we'll try yeah. to keep this brief chris and jordan need an arthropod bracket yeah is happening i think i said arthropod again yeah um jordan jordan has continually been pronouncing arthropod as arthropod but uh, we 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 made the bracket, and you've probably seen it already, and you've probably completed it. And uh, we're interested. You should uh, tweet back. Yeah, please please send us you your know brackets. your brackets, and maybe our, through our Twitter we can do polls like live polls. Yeah, and and and, and, and all twenty six of our followers can participate. We're hoping number one we can continue our kind of our our fling in the in the in the pod uh, podcast, the arthropodcast realm, and uh, you can help prove to jordan that 
scorpions are indeed top tier although although you did agree that they were a uh we did agree that they were a two seed i always thought the... scorpions were a great uh creature always but you ranked them below spiders before i today. don't think i did that in fact the only thing i said about scorpions that could be construed as negative though i disagree is that scorpions are less of an arachnid and more of a crab and i believe i said this because i thought scorpions were better than spiders i that the listeners can check the tape. Scorpions aren't crabs. They're just not. But I, I understand that. I'm saying that we should reevaluate and add them to the crab. We shouldn't because that that's not how that's not how taxonomy works. Oh well, you know what? That's for somebody else. To and decide. you know what? Another thing we got to say. Uh, Jordan and I looked it up. Yes, ticks are an arachnid. Ticks are an arachnid, <laughs> and probably the worst arachnid. Yeah. What the hell? They're just terrible. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have problems with arachnids, but like they can't, spiders can't be worse than ticks. Yeah, I agree. So I think it's time we get this show on the road. Yeah, we've, we've spent enough time. What? Why do people say that? Get the show on the road? Well, because I think it's like, you know, like a, like a traveling, you know, it could be a band touring or a traveling That's circus. True. Like we're hitting the road, we're touring. <laughs> do you think that, do you think this came from the circus industry? Yes. Well, you know, it's industry. a big deal when Broadway shows expand into, uh traveling shows yeah so maybe it's that too i, don't I know. think that could be the case you know Point i mean there's a lot of plausible situations you know you're in business when your show is so good you need to take it to other places so people can see it i agree yeah so i think i in think fact, that's the idea it's funny you bring that up but it's time to <laughs> announce uh the chris and jordan need a podcast tour <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna segue into the first pitch sorry no it would have worked was. so perfectly Oh, well, I mean, it originally was a segue into the first pitch. <laughs> Let's get the show on the road. Let's do the first pitch. People, we right? don't have a tour quite yet, but Jordan, what is your first pitch? My first pitch is a Ruined podcast called uh, States of the Union. Is that why you were saying it was a good transition? Yeah, because I thought we were talking about bands. Get and things you, on the road. Yeah, get things on the road. There was a tra- I was like thinking like, you know, there was a per- we were talking about traveling. We were talking about bands. We're talking about the road. Tell us about your pitch. My I, pitch I, I'm so mad. I don't even want to... Talk Speaking of it. getting the show on the road, <laughs> <laughs> my first pitch is called States of the Union. Uh, as Chris was saying, it is about bands. Uh, I want to take, I want to analyze and perhaps uh, perhaps review uh, bands or songs that have city, state, country, whatever in the title. For example, Boston mm. or Kansas or Chicago. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean... There's tons of the Florida Georgia line. That's two. That's true. In one yeah. band name. Um, J- Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys, exactly. Uh, Some songs, for example, are Rob Thomas's New York City Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, that, what was that Norwegian comedy group, Massachusetts? Oh, that, yeah, Elvis? Elvis? <laughs> Elvis, <whatever>? yeah. yeah. <laughs> were they Norwegian? They were something. They were Swedish. They were European. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. So, uh, yeah. So that's my idea. So we're just, we're trying to see if these pieces of music represent the location. Well, that is part of it. But I think also, you know, want to see like the song's good, like Florida, for example. I don't know if that, <laughs> I didn't even... you know, <laughs> Look, does back in the USSR properly capture the Soviet Union? I, I, if anyone, if any of our listeners are, if any of our listeners have been to the Soviet Union, please tell us. If back to the USSR, <laughs> this is our key uh, 
born well, before 19 <laughs> I was going to I was going to ask and you kind of answered the question with born in the USSR but could we do outside locations outside of the US? Oh, I think so. So do you think Toto's Africa <laughs> properly represents continent. an entire continent. I think that's an interesting topic to breach. I think the answer is no. Oh, I think the answer is obviously no. But I think, uh, I mean, part of the show could be like maybe we find actual. Yeah. I mean, Africa would be hard because there's a lot of regions. But uh, it's a whole continent. <laughs> even I was, you know, born in the uh, back in the USSR would be also tough because as a union of of states. That's a pretty uh, all-encompassing mandate, you know? Yes, yeah. Also, mm. I, I notice you keep saying born in the... Yeah, because like, I was going to say born in the USA. Born in the USSR. <laughs> oh, that would be a great mashup. <laughs> yeah. Born in the USSR. Stand, I stood online waiting for my bread. This is just a musical version of Improvda. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I, speaking of um, lyrics of one song being put to another song, I, I recently heard a great cover of... Um, uh, Slayer's Raining Blood. It was, oh, yeah? but it was set to the music of um, uh, "Take Me Home, Country Roads." That's really funny. It was like "Raining Blood, <laughs> Raining Blood from a lacerated sky." It was, it was magical. Wow. Have you ever heard anyway, the, uh, have you ever heard the Soviet uh, national anthem to the tune of "All Star" by Smash Mouth? No, I almost said to the theme song of the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It is a great, regardless of what you think about the Soviet Union or 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 it's anything related anthem. to it, it's a gr it's the best national anthem ever. We made. talk about the Soviet Union so much yeah, on this podcast, and uh, people who know me know that I'm a uh, into that history. I feel like Podland we're not Soviets. Soviets, we're not Soviets. Soviets, Soviets. <laughs> I feel like Podland Cast Town. If we were to do it, the, the city would need to be in uh, Russia. Why? Because it would tie into all of our other themes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, states of our <laughs> states of the union, states of yeah. So, so you would be like, does 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 Kansas really capture Kansas as a state? Yeah, and I think that everything would build up and culminate to an analysis. I think you see where I'm going with this, but maybe you don't. Uh, waiting on the world to change. <laughs> <laughs> then we got to figure out if that song captures the whole world. Damn. So we keep getting to a grander and grander. Scale. Yeah, yeah, we got to keep expanding. Man, but what? If, but what if, I feel like that's not the finale. What happens when we get to across the universe? Oh wow, that is. That Does is. that song like is that? Can we even comment on if it really encapsulates the universe? We, we don't know, you know what's what? in gonna, most of it. We're gonna do our best on this episode of States of the Union. <laughs> states of the Union. Well, you know, the idea really started at states and municipalities because yeah. I, I mean, the title now probably has to grow to encapsulate the. The the breadth of geography we're willing to cover. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, the initial ones like Kansas, Florida. I mean, um, we've got Interstellar Overdrive. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to we got to cover what, what what location is that though? Is that just some inter? I guess that's just space. Just in broadly space. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Well, then, then we have to do space dementia. <laughs> we were talking about Muse earlier. Um, that's why we're talking about space. We dementia. can do Moon Dance. Ooh, yeah. Do you think, uh, the Mars Volta. Do you think Moondance really captures the moon? I feel like it does. What about Drops of Jupiter by Train? <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I feel like when you do planets, it's tough because I think Gustav Holst kind of beat everyone to the We'd punch. have to do a Gustav Holst special episode. Yeah, because I think he really got a lot of the planets pretty perfectly. I, well, he, I mean, he did get all the planets to some level of quality. Yes, he did a pretty solid job. 
Maybe he did do a salad job, Chris. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> we were trying to go for the perfect episode. Oh. I guess that's out of the question. Yeah. So um, I, I feel like I feel like this could be a fun one. I feel like it's a little it's a little limited. I feel like I feel like I feel like there's like ten solid episodes in this before we kind of like <laughs> yeah, we're this. like, man, I guess we're doing uh <laughs> I guess we're doing Atlantic City. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a good one, though. Well, we be, could do a whole Bruce de- episode. That'd be a depressing one. That would be a sad one. Because you could yeah. also do My Hometown. You could hometown. do a lot. My Hometown. You could do, um, I guess, uh, you have um, greetings from Asbury Park. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, My Hometown New is York City implicitly... Uh, Philadelphia, whatever it's called. The, Streets like, of Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So speaking of uh, Chris ruining this episode, <laughs> it's his turn to do a pitch. All right, so <clears throat> my pitch. Here we go. Uh, so we, we've talked a lot about creating things, and I feel like it's time we explored a new medium. We, you know, we talked about making a town. We talked about making movies. Talked about writing things. I want us to focus on a new medium, and that is comic books. My pitch is called graphic content, and we are going to realize that my voice is very low in the mix now, but I guess it's a bit higher. Well, you know, sometimes you gotta overcorrect. Well, I'll raise it all again. That's true. Thank you for doing that. Maybe you gotta stop shouting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very excited about this pitch. Point is, we're gonna write a comic book. You're shouting louder. (laughs) We are going to write a comic book. We're gonna come up with a superhero. We're gonna come up with a supervillain. We're gonna come up with a sidekick. We're gonna come up with a secret base. We're gonna come up with a storyline. And we're gonna gonna have all the tropes, but it's gonna be our version. We're... I, I, I... are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. That's not that complicated. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, we, we would need to learn how to write a comic. Yeah. We would need to, like, figure out how, like, you structure panels and uh, how you... Uh, draw. Ink. How to draw. How you, how you ink? Yeah, you gotta ink. Comics. Is that the verb? Like, I'm inking this? No, okay, so you gotta draw the pencils. Yeah. Then you have to hit all the lines with ink so they're yeah. more defined, and then you color it. Yeah, I just never heard of it as referred to as inking. Yeah, like you'll there'll be accredited inker in the like inks so, by so and so. This leads me to my first critique of this. I don't know anything about comic books, <laughs> <laughs> but we could learn. That's true. I guess that would be fun. I, I'd be like the rookie, and you'd be the the veteran. I feel like this would be. I feel like if we did this, it would be it'd be a combination of kind of two things. Like the, that one half, or maybe like two thirds of it, would be actually making the comic. But the, there would be a third or a half that is kind of like one of the other ideas where it's like I show you a thing that I know about, and yeah. it's like you you learn about a thing. Yeah, which is a common genre for us. Uh, yeah, it's the Chris teaches me yeah. thing. I just I just don't want to completely wear out that that genre. Yeah, because. But but I feel like this one, with the whole dimension of making the comic, yeah, can make it more interesting. I was going to say, this makes me a rookie and you a veteran in a world where we're still both rookies. Yes. And you could bring in, you would have an outsider's eye. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't have necessarily all that baggage that being a fan brings with you. Like you I agree. You, would, you might have a completely original idea that no one who ever wrote a comic would have ever thought of. Like, yeah. is, there, is there a superhero idea you've... You've always wanted to Oh, do. I have an idea, and tell, I think I've told me. you about it. Tell me. Um, it's called the Starship Trooper, and it's this uh, this girl who's, like, early high school, like, 14 or 15 years old, and, of course, like, her, you know, the classics where, like, her, her dad dies or somebody, you know what I mean? That's usually I, I haven't goes, decided yeah. on that yet. Um, she's going through 
his record collection stumbles upon uh the album the yes album <laughs> and uh oh and and her mom's told her you can't touch the records for whatever re- you know i don't want you touching any of your father's things it has to stay that way because okay. what i'm coping is tough for me or whatever sure so her mom goes away she takes out the record drops the record when her mom comes home cracks it scrapes her finger on the record develops superpowers oh and she was listening to starship trooper by yes that's where the name comes from <laughs> i was gonna I, I was gonna clarify that i'm like yeah. so she was listening to starship trooper that's my superhero um i thought okay i thought it was first of all i like the idea that prog rock could give you superpowers yeah it totally could if oh, any music genre sure. is gonna do that um I, I, what I thought it was going to be, uh, I don't think you have told me this before. I thought it was going to be like she was going to like go into these worlds of prog rock, mm-hmm. and it would be like a story of kind of like coping with grief, yeah, like through that kind of like sci-fi escapism, mm-hmm. and like we could you could draw from a lot of like a lot of that aesthetic, yeah, that kind of like true. that like that weird sci-fi. That prog. is a great angle. Yeah, so I, you could like you could kind of do like a Pan's Labyrinth thing. Where like, is it real? Is it is it is it yeah, is, is it imaginary? Teal? Is, is it, it is it teal? Is it is it a keel? Is it seal? That's a totally different genre of music. And yeah, and and th- here's the thing, you know, it would be we could add layers to this. There could be different worlds where like maybe one day she listens to like uh she listens to like a like an R and B album or whatever, and or or uh, is Seal R and B? Is he a? I'm he a, honestly not very familiar with the music of Seal. It could be any other genre, and she can explore a world that is themed based on that genre. Mm-hmm. Like there could be a hip hop world, there could be I a country see. world, there could be a classical world, and they all have their own. Well, like, part of the thing I liked about it was I thought maybe she didn't even like Prague. Oh, like if she's probably fourteen or fifteen, why would she like Prague? Well, yeah, I mean nobody likes Prague except for old white guys. So and potentially <laughs> young white guys. <laughs> well, yes, but. Maybe that could be part of the advantage of her being in the world, where like, yeah. um, it kind of slowly, like, 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 there's kind of that initial like culture shock of mm-hmm. like, what is this weird nerd music? Yeah, but like, um, there could be a, you know, it's like kind of, um, and maybe like as she explores the other worlds, the other genres, they can like come together in and some way to a hip hop remix of Close to the Edge. Yeah. And in the finale, like all the worlds can come together, and yes, there will be there will be some mashup of all every genre, and ever perhaps uh, a sing along scene where everyone sings uh, in the court of the Crimson King. Yes, exactly, <laughs> which is what everybody wants to. The see. Crimson King could be the villain, dude. There you go, dude. Uh, you've got the land of the gray and pink. Yep, you've got. Uh, what are some worlds we could? Uh, we've got. We're running out of time. On I was gonna say, but, uh, but like, I, I feel like we just un- just uncovered the potential. So that was the first episode of graphic content. There could be there could be a whole issue related to like Lark's tongue and aspect. That could be a whole arc for sure. Yeah, I feel like if you're not this a King Crimson fan, idea. this means nothing to you. Probably <laughs> even if they are. <laughs> okay, uh, let's take a break. Yes, we're gonna truly address what's happening with these yeah, levels here. But and then I just I keep bumping into my microphone yeah. or in the table and everything. Sorry, we suck at podcasts. And then uh, so enjoy the ad. Yeah, and um, we'll be right back. Here's a word from our sponsors. Have you ever been at the beach and lost track of something that you needed, something that was very important to you? Perhaps it was a hand shovel you were using to build a sandcastle with your son and/or daughter. Perhaps it was a straw you were using to drink your delicious sonic soda. Perhaps it was any of those things made out of plastic. Well, good news, friends. 
we have the solution to all your problems, and that is the plastic detector. Yes, from the people who brought you the metal detector comes the latest advancement in detection technology. The plastic detector will help you find whatever plastic things you've lost in the sand, or anywhere for that matter. Just point the detector at anything plastic, and it will beep wildly. The plastic detector has been approved by the Board of Health, the Health of Board, and the Boardroom of g the Gods. The plastic detector can be found at all brick-and-mortar retailers now. Or you can call 1-800-LOVE-PILLS to pick up your copy of the plastic detector today. Side effects of the plastic detector may include itching, nose bleeding, thoughts of death, or thoughts of life. Please contact your doctor before using the plastic detector, as it could be a serious risk to your health. Also, my cause rashes. Welcome back, Vietnam! <laughs> Which is where most of our fan base lives. Yeah, it's true. What'd you think of that ad? Good. Good ad. Really? Best ad we've ever had. I... You're completely... I, I, I disagree with you for once. You disagree with me? I... Wow. I, we've I, never disagreed before. I, I really... I wanted to hear more from, from, from the ant farm. Oh, you did? <laughs> I mean, look, we sold it hard. They made tons of money. Thanks to you guys clicking on those ads and buying uh, yeah. some of their CDs. I gotta say, that album tickets. was very experimental. It kind of blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, good for them. Yes, but this product that... I, I don't know. It's, I don't right, know. Well, to each their own. Look, I, look I, I, I'm a little... I come from a bit of a biased place because my um, my brother used it a couple weeks ago and yeah? he, got a, he got a huge rash. So <laughs> really? um, I'm a little... I don't know. I didn't even know I'm you could wear, get a, I didn't I'm know you wearing. could get a rash from that. Guys, if you buy that product, you know, if it sounds cool, go for it. But I'm just like, be aware. I, I'm I'm still pulling for the um the ant collective. Okay. Yeah, those those ants. I didn't even know ants could do those things. <laughs> yeah, I mean look look, uh hopefully we'll get an update. We'll hear what they're up to in a few weeks, maybe. Yeah. But we have other things to focus on. We right do now, have some other things. Such as for podcasts. example, my idea <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like looking at me like it's your pitch <laughs> well no because you said such as podcast and i was like that was how i was going to end my sentence oh oh sorry I, but you know i must i try to be original i've noticed that sometimes like you'll say a transition or i'll say a transition and then and we, we'll give this we'll, 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 like, the other one will just add another transition on top of that like i feel like that happens with every ad like you're like we'll have an ad and then i'm then i'll say here's a word from our sponsor yeah, we do that a lot. Yeah. Well, so, we're going to keep doing it because yeah. we don't care about yeah, improving. If you don't like it, find another fuck podcast. You. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's tons of them. Anyway, uh, my what, what's my your third, pitch? My first pitch since the ad break <laughs> <laughs> uh, is called Must Talk Mascot. Yes. Now, anybody who follows me on Twitter, I said that fast. Anybody who follows me on Twitter, <laughs> Twitter. Uh, knows Twitter. that I have. A very uh, large fandom, very heartfelt fandom of Gritty, the Philadelphia Flyers' new mascot. Yeah, he's, he's kind of—he's definitely the most sensational mascot oh, of the past year. Truly, he just won mascot of the year. That's a thing. Oh, apparently, and he won it. I might be only in the NHL. Who, who else was in the running? I feel. Like I he, mean, every NHL mascot: the New Jersey Devil. Yeah, but I feel—I feel like he just got so the much. The New York Park Ranger. I feel like he just got so much more media attention than any other. Hockey I mean, like mascot. he burst on the scene. No prior experience, orange. <laughs> Do I need to make a joke that is incredibly trite? I mean, I, I really like Gritty, mainly because I don't know what the hell he is. No, oh, there, you don't know what he is. There's a whole story. Well, I know that there's a story, but 
it's the story's ambiguous about what exactly he's a monster (laughs) yeah but like it's not clear what kind of animal yeah he's just a monster he's not an animal he's a generic monster he lived under the flyers arena but they they were like doing renovations and they found him under the arena in the sewer okay So, but we don't know what kind of monster he is. And he's the Flyers' number one fan. You know what he looks kind of like? He's a resident of Philadelphia. Is that a, not a monster enough? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he in shape, he's kind of similar to the, um, I don't remember his name, the purple McDonald's character. Oh, that's uh, Grimace. Grimace, yeah. He's he is Grimace. He's, he's pear-shaped. Like he Grimace. is pear-shaped. He's got wide hips. And ironically, I don't think you can get any pears at McDonald's. Or in Philadelphia, for that matter. <laughs> anyway, uh, my podcast idea is to talk about a lot of mascots. I, I, I'm a huge mascot fan. Yeah. Uh, growing up, I went to the Somerset Patriots yes, uh, yes, yes. games, and they had a whole slate of mascots. It wasn't just they one. had General Patriot, I think was his name. I'm not even kidding. He wasn't like General Washington or something. He was like General Patriot or yeah, something, like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and then there was... Um, uh, Sparky the dog. Yeah. And then you brought up, apparently I had an infatuation with a third mascot. Yes. The Remax balloon guy. <laughs> you were a fan. I, re- I remember, I, I remember kind of make, I, I, I remember this distinctly. This is one of those like, hey, childhood story. But like, I, I remember, I remember we were at the Somerset Patriots game. And by the way, um, I, in case you haven't figured out, we have a lot of very North Jersey stories. Oh yeah, to tell. they're very specific to North Jersey. They go back to when we're very young. <laughs> but anyway, which is why I don't. Remember I remember this. I was I kind of made fun of the Remax balloon guy. I'm like, huh, it's, it's a it's a real estate mascot. <laughs> yeah. That's dumb. And you and you were you were kind of like I like I like the Re- I like the Remax balloon guy. I like him. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I felt bad. I was like, man, I. I I, I kind of assumed you'd agree with me that it was dumb, but I realized I hadn't given him a fair shake. I mean, think about it. He was a guy dressed as a balloon. Yeah. Like a hot air balloon. I remember what his what his uh, costume looked like, but I have to imagine it was something. It had a face. <laughs> but it was, it was, he was a balloon. It was pretty simple in shape. Oh, my God. Sparky and um, Captain Patriot. Captain Patriot, you think it was? I, I don't remember. I really don't. Admiral General Patriot. But I mean, it was just—it was just the fact that you had these three mascots, you know, because like with um with the uh with 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 Admiral Patriot, it made sense. I mean, it's the Patriots. Mm -hmm. You gotta have a Patriot. Sparky, he was named after like Sparky Lyle. Yeah, who was a pitcher for the Yankees. Yeah, like sports. Okay. Yeah, Uh, but a B-list pitcher for the. (laughs) Hey, look, I I know sports. Yeah, I like sports. With the re- I have a picture of Sparky Lyle on my wall. Yeah, yeah, that's true. On the others, yeah. But um, so. we can't see it from here. But uh, the, the Remax balloon guy, I thought always just felt like a bit of an outlier. But you, you know, know what? I'm well, sure the guy in that costume had a lot of integrity and worked hard. Oh, I agree. Well, I always thought the mascots were the hardest workers. And you know, uh, my dad and I, my dad always took me to Nets games when I was younger too. And the Nets, I always thought the best part of the Nets games was Sly. The wolf, I think he was, and we were always like, oh, "Who needs the dancers? Who needs the players?" You know, yeah. this is the spark. Uh, the sorry, the Sly show. And in fact, uh, right before the Nets left New Jersey, there was actually Little Sly. Sly had a a little boy. Oh, who was Little Sly, Sly Junior? Yeah, nice. So I was a big fan of the nice. Sly Family Stone. I got. I gotta say, uh, <laughs> Sly and the Family Stone. <laughs> Sly the Family Sly and the Family Basketball. <laughs> Pass me the rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I, I've always been a fan of the Toronto Raptor. That big inflatable head yeah. is great. 
<laughs> so my has got to turn us enjoyable. There's yeah. a lot of them. Uh, in fact, I have a friend who uh, was the Dunkin' Donuts travel mug. Oh wow! At a college basketball game once. Maybe we can get him on as a guest. Oh yeah, we. You know what? If we could honestly get like mascot actors, suit actors, like into like in uh, costume in here, that that'd be great. Oh yeah, I mean you wouldn't see it, but yeah. just for the purpose of being a character. So look, if you've ever been a mascot. You want to call in, you want to come, you know, visit. Either Please. way, call the hotline, 201-500-7459. There's no longer an acronym or whatever you call that because we, it, was, it was wrong. It's flawed. Yes. As we uh, said. So, yeah, that's my podcast. We just talked about six mascots. Can you believe that? Honestly, that would Possibly be, seven that or eight. That would be fun. This is, I feel like this is... you. I feel like this is our one of the most straightforward pitches we've done. Yeah, it's just we talk about mascots. And mascots. I could me. I don't think uh, is there a podcast out there about mascots? I don't, you know, I don't know. I, here's my other question: um, Should we expand uh, potentially our repertoire to embrace like suit actors in general, or should we focus on mascots? Is that a specific? I think thing? we start with mascots. If we start running out of you know fun stuff to talk about then we can expand because i was thinking like like disney like cast members as they call oh them. that's a good point right, hey you know me you know knowing me uh godzilla like monster suit actors i think oh, that's we could talk to those people that sit in like Times square and like elmo costumes we should th- that could be a live episode well no it wouldn't be live, oh but we, we could bring video. we can bring a portable recorder and just interview yeah we them. just review them uh, interview them on the spot yeah a lot of elmos and iron iron men out there these oh days. yeah <laughs> you know, you know how uh, Ellen John described the New York with the uh, Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatters. Yes. Now it's Elmo's and Iron Man. <laughs> we need to do a re- we need to cover that song. But uh, Elmo's coming up Man. on the next episode is our cover. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's a perfect time opportunity to bring up your fourth podcast. Speaking yes. of the last fourth podcasts, so here is. Your number four, your your showstopper for the day. So, <clears throat> my pitch. I'll start with the name. That's Aaron, the Aaron Melka debate. So, Jordan, you and I agree on a lot, but we also have our points of disagreement. There are things, there are points of contention. Like, us. for example, our opinion on the ad. Yes. Um, I'm still shocked that you actually liked it. But yeah, anyway. well, Shakespeare. Um, you're going to get a rash, man. But... <laughs> Anyway, there are things we we disagree on, and I think with with this format, we have a chance to really explore that our 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 our, our, our arguments, our our fundamental disagreements. Yes, and that is using the uh, Lincoln Douglas debate format. Um, I uh, I kind of picked up on this from my time and doing speech and debate in high school. I never did this event, but mm-hmm. <laughs> basically it's just it's just a format for one-on-one debating. Yes. Um and so there would be a resolution. For example, the resolution and I I didn't run this by Jordan, but resolution uh Dread 3D is a good movie. Oh. I love that movie. Jordan does not care for it. So you have the affirmative and you have the uh the the negative i think the affirmative is like yeah that's right and the negative is like no it's wrong mm-hmm. so that and and so our debate is over whether it's a good movie or not uh yes and it could be about something far stupider than that but first you have the affirmative construction where it's like the affirmative reads a pre-written case so i would come in and say ladies and gentlemen of the jury um Dread is a move is a movie that is both an entertaining action film, but also has biting social commentary 
about our capitalist system and also has things to say about violence while also being a very violent film itself or something like that then there'd be a cross-examination where you would ask me questions about my case and you'd i, I don't know what's something you'd ask me um frankly i don't remember anything about Z3D. <laughs> darn it i i was what the heck Jordan? i mean i remember not liking it but i'm not even sure if i actually watched the whole thing yeah maybe you'd like it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and what okay tell you what if we see it and you like it i would take the negative <laughs> i would argue it's no, bad i take the negative i would enjoy it um but we could just we could have something we agree on and we could just because that's the kind of that's how that debate structure often works like you're not you don't necessarily choose uh, you don't necessarily get to choose which position you take, and yeah. you just have to know both positions. Mm -hmm. But anyway, you'd ask me questions. Then there would be a negative constructive case, and you would read your pre-written case about why Dread 3D is a bad movie. Um, and then you also rebut anything I said in my case to be like, uh, Chris is stupid because he said this and that. Which I say usually anyway. Yeah. And then there's a cross-examination where I ask you questions. I'm like, Jordan, how dare you say such a thing? What about this? And what about this? And I, and I proved you wrong. Now, anybody who knows anything about the Lincoln-Douglas debates knows that there were only seven debates. Does that mean there's only seven episodes of this podcast? Or is it seven episode seasons? I feel and like then after seven, seven, seven episodes, episode we come up with a new thing to argue about. Well, we can't argue about the same thing for seven episodes in a row. I'm not even done going through the format. There's okay, a, sorry. Okay, there's another affirmative rebuttal. Then there's another negative rebuttal. Then there is a second affirmative rebuttal where I rebut you one last time um so it's a lot of rebuttals at the end there mm -hmm. but uh I, I we i feel like we could just debate completely unimportant things and i said i was talking about we disagreed on things and i brought that up because i find that that's usually pretty entertaining i feel like yes. when we when we argue and a good argument yell at each other everyone but We'd have to we don't really have work to, on our levels for yeah that but episode. we don't have to disagree we could agree but one of us has to take up <laughs> the disagreement and we would need a moderator we would need a judge yeah to keep us in so we line need a third. and determine so if you want to be the judge on uh aaron and melka debates yeah. or the aaron and melka debates colin ooh, ooh, here's an idea um if you have a strong opinion and you disagree with one of us one of us could judge and we could debate you that's a great idea <laughs> but you just you gotta write speeches if two of you so. have opposing positions yeah you two yeah do hop the on here we'll we'll, and we'll let you have the room and then uh, we'll be the judge <laughs> is yeah see there's potential here like like we could argue about um i don't know what, what's 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 something that's in our wheelhouse that people disagree on Oh, so something that we're interested in, but we'd have two other people argue about? Well, I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, what's... Like, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, who's... Uh, whose who, pants are those? Who's better, Nickelback or Creed? I would say Nickelback. See, I would agree, but... <laughs> but you'll do Creed. Obviously. But I would take Creed for the sake of it. But my point is, this is the kind of pointless nonsense we could debate. Because yeah. nobody cares who's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the most but my God, part. there are things you can say. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good idea to top off a whole day's worth of good ideas. Yeah, I'd say this was a pretty solid episode. We were Just, chock full of them today. Yeah, even though we really wandered away from them at points. <laughs> yeah, but I think uh, tastefully so. Yeah, generally. Probably not. Um, and remember, uh, give us your, uh, just to remind you, give us your, your arthropod opinions. Send us your brackets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fill out the brackets, tweet them at us. Uh, 
I personally think Scorpions got uh, screwed over. I think they should have been the one seed. But um, I um I actually I pulled for trilobites. Trilobites that's, that's the one seed. did it. Um, I have we had a whole discussion. Unfortunately, we didn't record it. Um, I I made the case for trilobites being the one seed. Um, and I I'm really pro trilobite. Yeah. I, I I feel like they just had so much success. Yeah. And they were around for so long and they mm-hmm. were everywhere. But anyway, that that's a different discussion. We'll we'll do our we'll do our arthropod madness yeah uh, debate another time. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, well maybe next time uh, after all the brackets are sent in, we can go over some. Yeah, of them. and then we're gonna have a special. And Arthur on Pod Twitter, Madness. we can run polls like every day. We'll do a new poll. Yeah, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna Probably. be great. It's gonna be better than the ad we had this week. Oh, I disagree. I don't think anything will ever top that ad. Yeah, and I might or might not actually watch The Masked Singer instead of <laughs> ten minutes of it. All that and more on this episode of yeah. Chris and Jordan, Jordan Nita Nita Podcast. Podcast. I think that's the longest intro we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> now let's move on to our pitches. <laughs> Alright, actually though, bye. Oh, we're running, we're running out of tape. Bye. Oh yeah, oh, we're out of tape. Oh. All music for this podcast was provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. He is also the brother of Fox McLeod. <laughs>